But people deem this industry as like not cool or nerdy and like it's only a certain type of person that's in this field. So it's not even something that anybody thinks about. What's up, y'all? My name is Alan Sheriff, aka Alan at the Sheriff of All Things Innovative, and this is the ATS Podcast. Here on the ATS Podcast, we talk about all things science, technology, and psychology related, and it's my hope that I'm making the world a better place, one new episode at a time. Let's get into it. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me again on another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about preparing the youth for the world of STEM. And I have another special guest with me today on the podcast. She is not only a public speaker and an account executive, but she's also the author of Sasha Savvy Loves to Code and Sasha Savvy Starts It Up. But she's also passionate about the intersection of marketing, branding, and STEM. So everyone, please join me in welcoming Sasha Alston. How are you doing today, Sasha? Hi, I'm good. So I'm so excited to be on this podcast today. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited too. Yeah. It's been a long time since we talked to each other. I mean, I remember <laughs> seeing you for the first time at Montgomery college in the investment club, and it'll just be nice to get your perspective, you know, on, um, a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of things since it's, since it's pretty much felt like years. So yeah, it just be, it just be great to get a world wealth full of knowledge of what you, uh, what you have coming at us. And, uh, hopefully this would be an awesome episode. Absolutely. I'm sure it will be. Awesome. So let's go ahead and dig right into it. So basically, I, I just right off the bat, I want to say I love your work with what you're doing, encouraging the youth and young black women, especially to get interested in coding and STEM in general. And I was just wondering real quick, like what, what was your inspiration behind that? Because, you know, I see a lot of people nowadays talking about the lack of, you know, representation of women in STEM, particularly black women, especially as well, and just the black community in general. People talk about how, you know, it's not right that, you know, you have certain um, individuals teaching people the wrong way, or you might have certain people who aren't learning correctly, particularly young students who might not have the resources that other individuals had growing up. And so my question to you is what, what was your particular inspiration? What kind of got you into, you know, this space of trying to encourage the youth? Yeah. So I attended a STEM based high school in DC called McKinley technology high school. And that's where, um, I kind of got introduced to technology. And so honestly, I wasn't like, there wasn't like a true reason why I chose this track. Cause at this school you had to choose between um, technology, engineering, biotechnology and mass media. And so I just felt like, you know I do have all of these electronics. Let me try to yeah. go into the tech sector just because like um, I would be able to like fix things and things like that. So I was just more so thinking about the networking side of it. But yeah. as I started to be in the class, it did become interesting, but I didn't think that it was something that I wanted to do as a career. And I feel like that was mainly because um, it wasn't properly explained to us like what you can do with this. It was more so just like teaching us um, this class, like, like it's math or English. Like they didn't really go into what kind of career path that you can have in Photoshop or in 3D animation or computer science. Cause there was, there was like three different options that you can go into. And I was in all of those three classes. And so um, I just, you know, even though I did go to all black school there weren't a lot of girls that were in my um, classes. The girls mm. typically went into biotechnology and mass media. And so I just continued to see that there was like a lack of girls. And then as I started to kind of venture out and go to um, different after school programs and like different things in my community. I just saw that there was a lack of um, 
people of color in these spaces as well. And mm -hmm. so once I had my internship at Microsoft, this was like the summer before my senior year of high school. I was at that point, that's when I was able to really see like the things that you can do with this. So I was a marketing manager um, for a team of five. There was like a project manager, two gaming developers and a game designer. And so they were really able to explain like what you can do in tech, how it can relate to other industries like marketing or um, you wanting to go into graphic design. Like there was just like a lot of different, they, they explained a lot of different things that you can do within this space. And they had various people coming in to kind of talk about their careers. So um, at that point, I decided that I wanted to major in computer science and then minor in marketing. And so I definitely, um, always say that that experience definitely kind of put me on this path because before then I didn't really know I know I wanted to be in business but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do so that kind of like mm -hmm. gave me a sense of like it gave me an idea of you know what kind of path I wanted to follow kind of leading up to that point where you got into that technology school were there any sorts of did you feel like you had a knack for anything in particular that might have kind of helped incline you into that path in some type of way that kind of helped divert your attention there? Or was it kind of like parents were saying, oh, you got to go here, you got to do this because this is what it takes to be successful type mindset? Yeah, it was really just my mom saying that I needed to go to that school. Um, mm -hmm. And so at that time, I think there were a few other sim based schools, but um that was like the main one that a lot of people uh, went to for computer science, and I mean, for um, STEM, but particularly uh, technology. But while I was in high school, I had my own eBay business where I sold like used clothing or products. It was just like a lot of various things that I was selling. And that actually became very successful where I was like, <laughs> I, I used to say to my mom that I was making money in my sleep because every time... The mm. Every week I would end up waking up like at four or five in the morning and seeing, you know, three people have purchased something. So like that was like really when I kind of got into the entrepreneurial side and realizing that I wanted to major in business. So that was definitely before um, I decided to go into tech. Like my path was definitely business, but I didn't know um, what exactly I would be doing with business. And so um, at that school, you had to choose the track that you wanted to go into in ninth grade. And then in 10th grade, you actually started taking those classes. Mm. No, I like it because it's like strategic thinking, right? Your family's essentially, you have a family of essential forward thinkers. So everyone's just yeah. like, okay, this is the future. This is where you got to get your hands dirty. This is exactly where you got to learn the foundational skills that'll help set yeah. you up for success. So I definitely love and appreciate that. I, I definitely think that, you know, if a lot of young individuals growing up had at least that in particular, Mm -hmm. You know, it would definitely put us on a path to, you know, being able to uh, quickly put us in a position to earn a lot more, gain a lot more, a lot more experience right off the bat so that we're not kind of left behind in this. OK, this is where I'm dabbling in and this is what I'm kind of passionate about, but it's outdated. And so there's not much I can really do in this space or I mean, a different type of person will probably say, oh, well, you know, you could dabble in that space and kind of make it your own thing and see if you can make your own income off of it and stuff like that. But essentially forward thinking that's definitely the mission so i definitely love and appreciate that um so just based off what you've seen so far would you say that there has been a growing interest in stem in general when it comes to not only people in general but the black community maybe 
kind of exercise your thoughts a little bit there and just see what you think? Yeah, I think um, I've seen a huge group of people become interested in STEM since I've joined because, you know, I mean, not, not joined, but just like since I've been in this space because I graduated from high school in 2015. Um, but once I feel like, you know, people knew about STEM, but they didn't really get a sense of like what it was or like what you can, like which what you can actually do with it. And so I feel Thanks. like yeah. um, maybe 2018, 2019, I saw a lot of people um, in that space who are like uh, in these different um, industries. So like I've seen like people in the fashion industry or um, you know, banking, just like a lot of different industries and seeing how you can tie in technology into it based off of whatever your passion is. And so I feel like that was mainly because like there's a hashtag called Black Tech Twitter that I was kind of like following and just like really me getting into wanting to meet other people that look like me in the tech space. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure if it's really because I'm in tech, so I'm like actively seeking these people out or if this is something that is becoming a really big thing. Because I don't know yeah. if my friend that's not in tech, like is she saying the same things that I'm saying about like, all these women that are talking about, um, you know, they just passed their IGL test or like they, they've done all these amazing things. I don't know if it's gotten to like a huge level, but just within like my social media, just like the people that I know within my network, I've seen a lot of people in this space. Um, and so it's definitely been inspiring because like, like I said, when it was more so, like when I was in college, the early stages of college, like nobody was really talking about it. So like, I didn't feel like I had people that I could really talk to or connect with um, as much. And so, you know, I would join different clubs or different programs to, you know, get that sense of like community within the space, but it's, it still was kind of challenging. No, facts, 100%. It's like, depending on who you follow or what you interact with on social media, it definitely helps in a way kind of shape your circle and your sphere of, sphere of influence definitely and that's something i see a lot with my social media too is that i find myself finding more like black tech influencers and yeah. individuals who are interested in science and tech and it's like this is literally nothing like how my 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 previous timeline looked like it was just all memes yeah. <laughs> you know because i'm someone who just loves to laugh i just love seeing a lot of bunch of foolish humorous stuff and i'm just yeah. like yeah now i'm just like yeah i'm, I'm feeling uh I'm feeling good right now. I'm seeing a lot of, uh, I'm seeing a lot of terms. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of um, difficult subjects. So like, I'm, I'm becoming a smarter man. <laughs> like, right. No, yeah. it's, so it's like, good. I've seen so many like tech influencers and how they're able to tie in, you know, their own interests. So if it's beauty or if it's fashion or like whatever the case may be, like I'm seeing more people that I can actually relate to in the space. So um, I do think, you know, just as me going to like different schools and organizations, I'm seeing more ki kids interested in it. But like I said, um, I think it's more so because I'm in this space, but I don't like if I talk to someone else, they may not agree. Hmm. So, you know, this is just like based off of my own experience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So so let's expand on what you said a little bit earlier about with going to school and uh, seeing uh, children be interested in STEM. How exactly can we start getting more and more of the youth get more interested in STEM? What do you, what would you see something like that happening? I think 
And so I, I will say that I have seen like a lot of initiatives. So like um, different companies like Olay or um, Nike and just like a lot of different national brands are trying to have like a STEM component or like a STEM initiative just to raise awareness. But I feel like it needs to be kind of more on like a national level. Mm-hmm. So, cause I think that that's the key thing. There's just like a lack of awareness. People are not really aware of what computer science is coding or just like what STEM is. I can ask somebody what is the acronym of STEM, you know, stand for, and they may not know. So like, I think there's just not like a huge, um, I think it's just like a lack of awareness for this industry. And I think it's mainly because, you know, people deem, or people use, I think now still, but people deem this industry as like not cool or nerdy. And like, it's only a certain type of person that's in this field. So it's not even something that anybody thinks about. Uh, But, you know, that's why I like, you know, that my network is filled with a lot of different people. So it's like, it's no one size fits all. Like anybody can be in tech. Um, And there's a lot of different things that you can do within the industry. Like you said, social media, um, graphic design. I even say that like, you know, videographers, like there's there's a tech component in nearly like every industry. So if you're able to tie in what you want to do then to that, then it works out. So like um, at one point, like it was a student who was really into um, design. So like he wanted to uh, basically create his own shoe. And so I think the teacher was able to find like some kind of coding um, course where it was like graphic design and you being able to develop like shoes and clothing and things like that. So it's just like really making them realize that like whatever you are passionate about or whatever um, kind of focus, whatever you want to kind of go into, you can still tech, you can still tie technology to that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's mainly a lack of awareness and, I feel like I'm only seeing these things because I'm in the industry. And so, you know, if we're able to, you know, I don't necessarily have the answer. I don't know if like what can totally be done to kind of change that, but because I've seen like different celebrities, you know, talk about it or um, post things on their social media or do different campaigns about it. So I, I really don't know like what can be done on a national level for it, but I think the main thing is just like people not really being aware, aware of it or like having an interest in it because there's no like mentors or like, I'm not mentors, but like no true role models that like really show us that this is something that we want to be. So for example, you know, we know like Steve Jobs and like all of these like really big white males that are in the industry, but like who is the, who are, who are like the few role models for like tech, like like if I was able to talk to a kid, if I said, you know, do you know someone in the tech industry or like something like that, like who would they be able to say? Like, I don't think that it's like on a national level of like you having role models or people that people that they can look up to. Um, so for me, I know that it's Bazoma St. John who um, currently works at uh, Netflix, but she's pre- previously been at Uber and a lot of different tech industries. But you know, someone that is seven years old may have no idea who she is. So, like, I think it just needs to be um, just more so on the national level. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I was thinking about how I was kind of tongue-tied between two different questions that I was going to ask you based off that because, you know, you emphasize the national level and I'm also thinking about the global level. It's like there are these huge gaps between individuals who have access to technology in developing countries and people who don't have access to that technology, you know, and, 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 um, um, well, actually, I'm sorry, no, developed countries, people yeah. who have access to technology in developed countries and in developing countries, people don't have access to it or they do, but they may not understand how to use it or use it in a way that benefits them and their community, which also goes into another question that I want to ask about creativity, you know, because I think that it's extremely important kind of building upon what you were saying earlier to find ways in which people can get creative in the space, space which will make it more fun for people. You know what I mean? So that's another way of kind of getting people more interested rather than just calling up this celebrity and being like, hey, you know, we got like 20 grand for you on the table. All we need you yeah. to do is talk about how coding is one of the greatest things you've ever seen in your life, you know, and how the metaverse is going to take over, you know, probably get somebody like Idris yeah. Elba, <laughs> probably right. do like a funny skit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, nah. mm -hmm. nah, like go I've ahead, seen go ahead. Uh, different campaigns. Like I believe it was like a campaign so it wasn't necessarily tied to tech specifically, but it was more so just showing that girls can do whatever they want. And they had someone within the STEM industry as like one of the people um, that they were like showing that, you know, you can be in this space. So I feel like more campaigns, more celebrities behind it that are actually involved, not, uh -huh. not like, you know, just donating 50,000 to an organization, like actually trying to, you know, be a part of the initiative and really have an interest in it. Um, and so, you know, like what you said, as far as the creativity, that's definitely something that I try to, you know, say when I go to different um, schools, because like, you know, you can be, and this is like way like, you know, major, but like you can be a Doce in Kavana and be in the tech uh being like the tech department because how I try to say is like there's a tech department in every industry so like you because I know like a lot of young girls are like into fashion and beauty and stuff like that so like there's so many um different companies that like have you know need an information technology specialist so like need those different kind of people in the tech industry so like just being able to tie those two together um would definitely make you very valuable because like you'll have that um, knowledge as far as like whatever your passion is, whether it's beauty, whatever the case may be. And then also um, that tech component as well. And so I feel like there's just like a lack of awareness, a lack of resources about like how you can do these things and then um, a lack of support too. So if there is a child that does have an interest in it, but the parent has no idea what it is, like how they're going to be able to really like, like it's still, I'll say it is still possible if the, you know, the parent may not really know or have all the tools, but it could be a little more challenging because, mm -hmm. you know, they may have that interest in it, but they don't have any classes to take at school or, you know, the courses that they take online, they may not have a computer. Like there's just like a lot of exactly. different disparities. So um, it's just, it's just a kind of like a hard thing to kind of, like it, it's easy to get them interested, but I think it's a little challenging to keep their interest based off of the different issues that they may experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we can't, 
we can't completely ignore the fact that it is a challenging space. Yeah. It can be a really challenging space. And even for someone like me who just simply loves speaking on it, there are a lot of things about it that I don't even really <laughs> know about it. Heck, I feel like I just found out uh, what the uh, what the STEM acronym even is this morning. Yeah, like I'm sitting yeah. there like, wait, what does this mean again? <laughs> so I'm just I'm going through the letters. Yeah, yeah. Like S T A B C D whatever. <laughs> but not nah, STEM, you know, science, technology, engineering, yeah, yeah. mathematics. But now nah, I'm just sitting there like, yeah, I feel like if we can get more people to like you said, with awareness, get more people to, especially the youth, to understand what exactly it is and what they can accomplish in this area. It'll definitely make things a lot easier and it'll definitely help uh, retain their interest. Um, let's go ahead and pivot back a little bit to your venture real quick. So Sasha Aerial Ventures. So talk to me a little bit about um, uh, what the game plan is for like the next 10 years. What do you feel like, what do you want to be able to define in terms of your impact with what you're trying to accomplish uh, with the venture? Yeah, so just kind of going back to uh, some of the things I mentioned as far as like lack of resources and lack of knowledge and awareness about it. I do think the first step before you even get into the tech space is kind of um, like you need to actually develop soft skills. And so um, with my high school experience, I graduated high school with three internships. And that was because we had like an internship coordinator within this um, the high school that would kind of like find internships for us and like really try to um, get, get different companies in the DC area to have us as interns. And so, you know, I, I guess I always kind of had soft skills and I think that was really from my mom or just like from family, family members because my mom is a writer. So like just being in those different spaces, I was able to develop that. But we would literally have um, like, so so within each company, there was like a, like a um, coordinator who was kind of like, you know, facilitating and like running the entire program at the company. And then we of course had our bosses for like, you know, whatever intern uh, ship that we had. And so we would have calls or like meetings with her about like, you know, people not wearing, the correct attire not having proper attire or like you know not being able to probably speak to their manager or not answering the phone properly or you know just like a number of things and so I feel like before you even go into this space where that can be deemed as challenging you need to have like actual soft skills and like communication as far as like communication mm -hmm. skills time management prioritization things like that and so in the next few years, I would like to actually develop like either courses or just sign up kind of like an interactive program for kids who are like interested in going to, into this space um, mm -hmm. to take on just like really developing those skills. Cause like, I think that's like a really huge issue. And I, I will say for um, just my experiences of when I was in high school, but also when I was just kind of doing research on it, they were saying that that's like the number one reason why a lot of people are not hiring millennials or Gen Zers because, mm. you know, they don't have those actual soft skills, even though they know how to, to do the work, they may mm. not know how to um, communicate as far as like emailing emails and just like things like that. So I feel like that's something that I would actually want to develop. And then um, just kind of have it as a pipeline. So like, you know, the first book, Sasha Savvy Loves to Code is from seven to 10 year olds. The Sasha Savvy starts it up is from eight to 12. And then 
Um, so that's like elementary and middle school and then high school. Um, and, and I'll probably do a little bit of college because I think there was like few, a few issues um, within the college space as well of like not being prepared for internships because I was a high school student who had internships but that's not the norm at all so I mm. think you know having um, these courses for high school and college students um, would really be great as they kind of navigate their way into the tech industry um, and then maybe you know after that maybe I'll have like actual courses or um, things that you can take or activities that you can take as far as like learning how to code. But I think, you know, they need to have those basic skills first. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you when you come back to the podcast, you know, just let me know what the name of the website is. Yeah. And we'll put it up some, somewhere right here, like a sponsorship, yeah. <laughs> put the logo right there. I'll come back or re-edit it and repost the podcast, <laughs> the video great. version, but nah, I got you. I got you. Uh, where can people find you? So my Instagram and Twitter is I am Sasha Ariel on Facebook, Sasha Ario, And then I do have a website where you can purchase uh, my products, which is SashaArioVentures.us. Wonderful, awesome, awesome. Everybody, Sasha Alston, loved having her on the podcast today. Can't wait to see more and more of your work and I wish you nothing but the greatest success in the future. Thank you so much. It was great uh, talking with you today.